When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, not for y'all, because when I said when the pandemic hit, y'all was like, "Yo, come to, come to the boozer house." We're about to party. <laughs> <laughs> no, we was I lit. Like, hey, man, niggas is dying. No, we <laughs> was lit. We ain't give a fuck about no no. Uh, we was slapping high fives. We ain't we ain't believing none of that shit. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up, though? Coming to y'all live from Wild May Studios, it's your boy. This is Danny Brown at the Danny Brown Show. I got the Booth Boys with me. What's up, fellas? Yo, what's up, what's up Danny? How you doing? Yo, I'm doing, yo. I'm doing great, man. What's good? <laughs> Today, man, we got a very special episode, man. We're going to be talking about Quaranta, my new album that I just put out, man. Everybody go check it out. It's out now on Warp Records, man. And I'm joined with half the cast of the album, man. How y'all fellas doing, man? I got Skywalker here, Kaylin Ellis, Bruiser Wolf, Swin. We got Paul White, Mario C. We got Mike, and we got my boy Casa, man. All right, man, we're going to jump it off, man. I mean, I'm I'm, going to start talking to Kaylin first because he on 11% on his phone. So let me go go ahead and get you about the way with, man. He produced the song Shakedown, man. And Kaylin, man, the way I got up on him is probably. You know, the beauty of social media, man. We were all, you know, locked down during the pandemic and locked down. So we were on social media a lot more. And he was, every day I would go on Twitter, man. I guess it's X now or whatever. But I, I I would go on and this motherfucker would be dropping some shit, man. And just, he, he fucking, it was just amazing, man. The beats that he was making, man. I was like, fuck, I really want to work with this guy. So I, I, I think I reached out to you, didn't I? I slid in the DMs yeah. like a bad bitch. I was like, yo, what's up, man? <laughs> I slid in the DMs like, yo, what's up, man? Throw me some of the joints, man. And the, and the song we made was Shakedown, man. I, I think I actually, did you actually um, have that beat up? Or, or you sent me some special joints? I think I sent you a, a couple special ones. I know one of them came out in like back in like 2020, but that was, dang, that's a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I sent you some some other ones. Okay, so working on the song Shakedown, man, how did you, what what was the process like of uh, making that beat, man? Well, it's it's funny thinking about it. During that time, like, of course, lockdown, everybody, like, inside. And I was very, I felt like I was very personal with just, like, playing instruments. And I, around that time, I got, like, heavy into it. And so one of the first ideas I had actually months prior to that was that, that beat. And then right after that, I ended up like dropping like an instrumental project. But um, I remember I like sat on it and a buddy of mine also, I played it for him because he like FaceTime me. His name is uh, Paul Mifsa Jr. Mm-hmm. He's a dude that's like singing that little like vocal riff in the middle of it. But 
he uh, he FaceTimed me and he was like, hey, bro, what, what you working on? And that was one of the first tracks I played. He was like, is it cool if I throw a little, little vocal in there? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So he sends me this thing through a like voice message and I tweaked it to make it sound like like a woman's voice. And oh, I was like, shit. yeah, that's that's it. That's it. And so that's that's what happened. And that's one thing about the um, beauty of music. I feel like when I get beats from producers and stuff, it's like um, tr- like translating energy in some sense. Because I know a lot of times motherfuckers send me beats and they be wanting to wow, like, nah, nah, nah. they want that Danny Brown, man. So when I when I got the beat, I fucking, you know, it, I, I felt like an, an emotion, you know what I'm saying, to make me talk about what I talked about on the song, man. So, like, how did you feel getting the vocals back? Was you like, ah, oh, this motherfucker ain't, I, I wanted the, the wild, crazy Danny Brown, or you was like, oh, shit, he coming with some other shit right now? It was crazy because, like, because, like, I, I, I do have like a bunch of friends of mine that like also know a lot about your music as well, and I like, I didn't want to like play it for them, but then I like played like a snippet, and they're like, "Dang, you got, you got that? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> great? Hell yeah. so, it was really cool to see that like the music transferred that to you and how you interpret it. I, 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 it's, I probably bumped it every day for like a solid like four months oh shit so yeah that's what i do too when i um because yeah. and, and then you know we we made that song like years ago and i think that's one thing about um when you sit on music like that and you listen to it a lot it, it makes you because sometimes you can you can make something you're like oh this shit fire you like it for like a month then you know that's why i never try to rush to put something out because i, I don't know if i'm gonna like it in a fucking month or so no you know what i'm saying or a year or something then you on stage performing a song you fucking hate it's nothing worse than that man so I'm glad we really, you know, right. sat down and really got it together, man. But far as like, man, how many fucking instruments your ass play, man? I'm sorry, repeat yourself. I say, I say, how many instruments you play? Because, like, like you don't really. Oh do- my god! Drums, keys, bass, synths, anything that has a sound, I could probably play it. Oh fucking dope, man! All right, man, we gonna move. I guess um, we got the homie Mike in the house, man. What's up, brother? Hey, my dog, I'm cool, man. Living life. How about you, man? I'm living great, man. Great, man. You in New York? Uh, Yeah, I'm back home. I'm, I'm in New York. All right, chilly, man. I was so fucking happy to um get you on the album as well, man. You've been fucking killing it out here, fucking burning desire. I've been fucking running hey. that joint like crazy, man. You you like one of the uh-huh. illest motherfuckers, man. And um, I sent, I mean, hey. the joint celibate, man, and... um. I will say, man, you fucking murdered that shit, man. And a lot of motherfuckers don't understand this rap shit. Like, this motherfucker never jumped off the rhyme, man. Like, what was you like good in English and shit? Like, like what is the vocabulary like over there? Like, how how do you fucking do it, man? <laughs> hey, man. I, first off, I, I appreciate you fucking with me, man, because I was scared as fuck. I was like, man, like doing that job. Like, like, I remember like the first shit I heard, heard from you is like the. Uh, Monopoly, Monopoly John from XXX, mm-hmm. where I was like, like an actual um, kid back then. And you know when you like, you know when you were a kid, you listening, you listening to new music for the first time. Like, fuck, this shit is hard as fuck and damn near as scary as Loki. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So like, in my head, I'm like, bro, like, I feel like I, I'm still kind of a kid, but my uh, just like. Shit still as big to me as it was when I was younger, you know what I mean? So even when the when the song had came through, I was just like, fuck. And then you did the uh uh the I don't fuck around no more, I'm celibate. I'm like, bro, this nigga came through on some like real, like 
real rap shit. I'm like, fuck, I might have to try and tap into to a certain bag. Yeah, yeah, man. No, so 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 did it take you long to write that verse? I think it took a little minute, low key. Like I, I like sometimes I run the verse up like whole like one sesh, but that was a job that like couple bars like one day and then like wait a couple and then do a couple more bars because I, I i was just trying to fill this shit up but then also like make it like uh like i i feel like i was so spun off the uh like i don't fuck around no more i'm selling this shit mm-hmm. that i was like yeah i gotta i kind of gotta get my like like say some shit that's like <laughs> crazy as well yeah that was just crazy how many fucking rhymes you have for that shit man like i don't I, like like to me that's like top tier rap shit you know what i'm saying because you know everybody do like four hey, bar bro. stanzas jump off you know which, which now i'm starting to realize like doing two bar stanzas might be the hardest shit and that's what they started with but for your ass to go fucking like yeah. 24 bars with just the fucking same rhyme pattern, you bust my ass, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's like, one of the, <laughs> you got one of the top verses nah. on the album, man. So I was fucking really excited. And I was just like, man, he fucking murdered this shit, man. But yeah, that celibate hey, shit, you know, man. you know, that's that Cameron shit. I got that shit doing that kind of shit, <laughs> listening to Cameron back in the day. And it actually was a joke. I think, you know, sometimes I come up with, the, with bars in the shower and shit. And but sometimes you know how you you come up with some bars and if you don't write them down right then you you forget them shits for some reason that shit yeah, just yeah, stuck yeah. in my head man so I kept going back and then we got um I, 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 go ahead go ahead I was gonna say I, I feel like it's it one of them ones that like if you was to say it around right the homies the nigga would be like hey this is like a funny ass wise nigga you know what I mean yeah. like I was like yeah, it's one of them ones yeah man so yeah and then um we got Casa in the joint who who he he fucking um. A lot of these beats, man. He he fucking executive produced a lot of shit on the album, man. So I, I always in every interview I've done, I've been telling him he's been the fucking MVP of this joint because he's been fucking, you know, like a lot of these songs, they were like pretty much like demo versions, man. And you took them and brought them to life to me, man. So I just really want to thank you so much for being a part of the album, man. So yeah, you you worked on that joint as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I did, man. You know, um, shit, man, just a lot of gratitude to be a part of it, man. When I got the call. I was like, yo, I got to take this shit serious and, you know, see how I can elevate something without, without like changing the identity of anything. You know what I mean? So that one, that one specifically, it was a minimal beat and I didn't want to add a whole bunch of shit to make it into another kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, especially like, like Mike's verse, you know the the flow the flow style the where it's in the pocket and all this stuff. If you go trying to rework everything, you could throw off the flow. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it, a lot of it was like, how can I elevate the sounds with little textures and brushes and shit, but not really change the pockets. You know, and so that was kind of that was kind of the way I approached that shit. But um, one thing about that beat. You know, I added the uh, the little porn sounds. Yeah, you I know. know. The, <laughs> the moaning and shit. I was like, you a fool for that, man. And the, the thing about that was like, it was almost like I was thinking like this littlest little sound would just kind of reframe the whole shit or like have a little ear candy to to really like somebody hearing it for the first time or coming back to it. It would it'd be a little something in there to just grab you, you know. Yo, nice. so. Good spice. Yeah, definitely. Don't, don't ask me how I got those sounds either. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, we got the motherfucking super engineer. We got Mario C in the building, man. Work with 
one of the best groups ever, man, the fucking Beastie Boys. So it was fucking, um, it was just an honor for him to work on his project, man. And um, and it, it's a crazy part to me, man, because I'm like, you know, I get a chance to work with Mario C and he, you know, you know, mixing a lot of the joints and shit. And I do have a register close to the Beasties in some sense, but then the album I get to work on him where I'm doing all low voice shit. So it was like, <laughs> so yeah, man, you worked on a lot of the songs, man. When you got the album and, you know, how how was you approaching it? Like, what was you thinking? Like, how did you feel about the project? Uh, I was very uh, happy and honored to to be asked to uh, participate when I heard the tracks. And they, they I said, just send me something, you know, like the labels that reached out or, or the management, I can't remember, and, and said, would you be interested? And I think they just sent out one or two tunes. And, and I'm like, uh, I was like, damn, this is this is some other shit. This is this is my kind of shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, I could fuck with this and, you know, let me do it. I think I did the first mix on spec just to do it. Cause I wanted to do it. And then they liked it. And then they said, you got to do another one and do another one. But the songs to me, each one of them is, is so unique and different, which is what I really like, especially, you know, like working with the beasties cause we treated every song individually and, you know, we went all over the map sample playing instruments fucking shit up, just cutting in skits, cutting in bullshit, sound effects, and just, just you know, it's an open canvas, you know, and I I kind of thought your record was kind of like that that same vibe, you know, it had it had all these elements in there, a lot of different shit in the pot, you know, mm-hmm. and you tying it up with your vocal, that's really, uh, is a beautiful record, like, overall, like, most records, I can't listen to, like, a whole records nowadays, but your record is, like, it's a solid record, like a lot of, a lot of. Oh, thank you so much. And, and I actually had the um, opportunity of meeting you the first time and um, we were in LA and you told me, man, whenever I want to come through and work, you down to work. So get ready for me knocking on your dough, man. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's right. The you door's should, open. You should have told me that, man. Up, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, yeah. on, I'm gonna be on the couch, man. So uh, it, it was great, uh, man, uh, to meet yeah. you, man. And I'm so there honored. <laughs> and I'm so honored to be working with you, man. And I'm, and we definitely, we definitely going to get a lot with everybody. I'm um, everybody. I'm definitely want to tap in more and work with everybody more. And um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I want to highlight um Swin Wonder Man, um Hanami Man. This was um I mean I love all you guys, but this was my favorite beat on the project. I, I'm sorry, man, but I love all you guys. <laughs> when I first got that beat, it was one of those situations where I'm like, ooh, I'm about to murder this shit. You know how you get that fucking, just that, your, your fucking hair raised on your arm and shit? You're like, yeah, I'm about to fucking kill this shit, man. So what, like, what was your approach of working on that track? Like, like, like was you going through something? Because <laughs> that's how I feel. Like, the translation of energies and shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to talk my shit on this one. I didn't hear you in the beginning. No, I was just <laughs> short. But I didn't hear if you said my name. But yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I, I originally did this song for um, for uh, my um, previous album that I did, like uh, that I released 
half a year before mm-hmm. I got in contact with you. Yeah. And then I yeah, re- reworked it a bit to uh, adjust it to, it was originally written for like a Japanese flute melody style. Yeah. And then uh, removed all that and made some room uh, for you instead. Yeah, which 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 the, a, a crazy tidbit to the album is that um a lot of the songs the song titles actually come from what motherfuckers named the beats. So like when you sent me uh it was called Hanami and shit I didn't know what the fuck a Hanami was. <laughs> so I, <laughs> so I googled it and you know it figured out what the meaning and then it, you know it kind of just worked out that way and then you know that song I'm really just talking about just getting a lot of my chest man with this entire album it feels like a fucking weight has been lifted off my shoulders since this fucking album has been out man but yeah that's like one of my favorite beats on the album man and i don't know mm. man I, I really I, I really just like tapped into somewhere you know when i got it was that so beat. lovely to it was very lovely to get the uh, words uh, back when i when i first started vocals like hey, this would be a very nice song mm-hmm. yeah so, man it's it's, it's just fucking, turned out nice yeah definitely did man it's my, one of my favorites on the album man and um it just was um, my honor to work with you, and I definitely would love to do some more stuff in the future, man. Definitely. Oh, but lovely. All right, man. You all know we got my brother, man, Paul White, man. Also did one of the um, craziest. Um, but y'all know me and Paul White, man. We like we like fucking hauling notes in this motherfucker, man. That's my <laughs> that's my boy right there, man. And and a crazy tidbit with Paul White is like we was working together damn near like ten years before we first met. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember um, first coming across Paul White beats was that um. You know how sometimes you um, sign up for too many porn porn sites on, on your email and shit, and you start getting fucked up shit and all this. So I was like, man, it's time for me to get a new email, man. I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta get rid of this email. So I was starting a new email. So, but in the midst of me starting that new email, I'm like, let me go through this email right here and make sure I ain't miss out on nothing. And and going through these emails, I end up finding um, some tracks. He, uh, Paul White has sent me some beats, and I have went through the beats. And I'm like, oh shit! You know, you, you kind of meet like somebody like felt like, like I don't know, like Kendrick Spears or something. Like this motherfucker is talking my language through music. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I never really met a producer that I felt like, you know, I can rap on anything. That's just, but I'm like, no, as as difficult as I rap, this motherfucker beats are that difficult. So I felt like I met like my brother in that sense before even <laughs> meeting him. And we worked on a lot of joints, man. I did um, so I did a lot of joints on Triple X, and I mean every album Paul White's been on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, this one, we did bass jam and and down with it. And I remember you had sent me these beats, and it, you know I had recently moved to Austin, so I had just started, you know, getting my little studio back set up at the crib, and you know just working out joints and stuff. And and with these new batch of beats, you know Paul White shit could be all over the place. It could be some fucking wild shit. But this this actual because he always send me beat tapes and it be it be numbered. I think we on like number fifty something or something <laughs> like that. It, it's getting I think late. The last one I sent you was like sixty four. Yeah, maybe. so we on like number yeah. number sixty four. And the crazy part about it is I always save every all the fucking Paul White beats, man. I always fucking save them and I keep them in my archive. And I I even fucking you know just 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 go back. It, it's a lot of beats on, on some of those albums where Paul White sent me years ago. And they'll fucking make the album. But these these were actually coming from like the newer batches he had sent me. And then um so I knew we've been working together for a long time. So how was your feeling when you got those songs back? Were you like, oh shit, this nigga Danny in his emo phase. He going through it. <laughs> I mean, one of the things I always love about working with you is like I never know what you're gonna pick. Do you know what I mean? Like I give you so many beats, and it's always like a real 
surprise to me sometimes it's a surprise and other times I'm like I mean so many times I've been like yes I'm so glad like that beat's gonna get used it's been like a secret favorite of mine for like years you know and then like no one's picked it and then suddenly like you've written on it and it's like what you said before man it's kind of spooky from the start I just felt like we were just like kindred spirits like I'd be in a certain mood or have a certain like vision in my head when I'm writing a beat and then I'd get the vocals back and you'd be talking about some similar shit and I'd be like this is crazy um I mean the new stuff I mean, when I, I just thought it was really powerful, man. You know, I mean, when I, I think the first song I heard was Down With It. And to be honest, man, that was the first time I always wanted to call you up. You know what I mean? And be like, you, you know what I mean? You all right, right, brother? You, you know? all right? <laughs> that, was the, that was the first time, man. I mean, you know, we've done a lot of stuff, but I was like half tempted to call you up. And yeah, man, it's just always, always touching. Do you know what I mean? To like hear you open up so much on my music, you know? So it's just, yeah, man, it's like just touching, really. Yeah, man, we actually got a chance to kick it when we was in London, when I was just recently in London, which was, London is always uh, one of my favorite places to visit, but this time, man, the weather, man, it was, I'm not used to it no more, man, I, I done got too adjusted to this Texas heat, man, so now, <laughs> going out, seeing that's that what... London rain, it was depressing being out there, man, I was like, damn, man, you know, so that's, uh, and which I feel like a lot of that translates through your beats, too, you give me that fucking London feel, like, you know, so, mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I know little bits about where you grew up and I like, think, you know, things that were going on for you as a kid. But like, you know, where I grew up around Southeast London, it was pretty raw back in the day. So I think there was maybe like similar energies. Mm -hmm. And also like, you know, the amount of like rain, like the amount of days I like, I wanted to get out and like, okay, today I'm not going to go in the studio. I open the door, it's pissing it down with rain. I'm like, okay, cool. It's another, you know, I'm back in the studio. So the rain <laughs> helps. The rain helps with writing a lot of beats, man. If I live somewhere sunny, I wouldn't write as much music. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. So um, back to Casa, because we um, we worked on the um, Jen's terrific vacation, which was the second single, mm -hmm. and that beat, man. When you sent me that shit, man, I I, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I knew I I knew I wanted to rap to it, cause I I love, yeah. and that's what I mean. I feel like I've been training with Paul White all these years for me to be able to attack a beat like that. So when I finally um, got to that man, it was it was it was crazy because I, I, I it sat with me for a minute and I, I couldn't come up with nothing. I just was like all over the place, man. But did you ever when you made that beat? Was, was, was you picturing somebody rapping on that shit? I yeah, actually I made that for you specifically. Oh shit! So you knew you so, knew what was up. It, yeah, so uh, I got a homie. Um, his name's Paul Wilson, and uh, he did a, a lot of stuff with. Quayle, right mm -hmm. and um so when i first got hit up to send you some beats i was talking with paul and he mm -hmm. was like you know to be honest like you got the crazy drums like you can make the most complicated drums of any producer i know and if you make some shit like that like this kind of hard to rap to he probably fucked with that you know what <laughs> i mean so i was like <laughs> So I, I really sat down and was like, you know, I'm going through my hard drives and looking, you know, I got a bunch of like drum solos and different shit that I just kind of have on the hard drive. And so I tried to make something that was really crazy that would give you rhythmic stuff, but then and also something, but also like a very basic, like, you know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. big boom, bop type shit to, to balance it out. But yeah, I made that for you, man. I was like, if Danny rap on this, it's going to go crazy, you know? Damn, that's crazy, man. And you worked on it, like I Beautiful. said. Oh, who's that? Oh, Beautiful oh. work and production on that, man. I, 
Props, Thank man. You, man. Uh, drums and, and like you said, the, the, all the concepts of different sounds together really make a unique track, man. That was that was the first one actually I got to mix, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And the few people, my friends, I played to, they were just blown away. Like, this is gonna be insane. God know? damn, that was the first one you mixed. That was almost like a gang initiation. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the start of the party. Yeah, man. God damn it, you mixed the fuck out of that shit too, man. Just to be able to get them drums that crispy. That's always um with like certain beats and shit. Cause not all the time, but just just when the drums hit hard like that, man, you can't you can't do nothing but fuck with it because like I feel like, you know, that's my rhythm in some sense. You know, most rappers, we we pretty much rap to the drums, but those drums were so fucking chaotic and all over the place, man. I didn't really yeah. know how to fucking attack it. But I did know one thing, you know, it the the emotion the beat gave me, I knew I had to talk about something on it. You know, right. I knew it couldn't just be no average fucking battle rap punchlines, just trying to talk shit about how cool I am. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Mike? You get them beats sometime too. You be like, nah, I, I got to talk my shit on this motherfucker. Which, uh, yeah. which is one thing I do love about you, Mike, is that um, you be having the the sneaky shit in your shit. Like if you, like like <laughs> like if you just listen to that shit, you'll be like, all right, this nigga talking some shit. But then you really just dive deep into the lyrics. Like like your shit is almost like only other rapper I can kind of. I mean, it's, of course, it's a lot, but like Doom, you know, because I used to when I was locked up, I used to have my brother just send me Doom lyrics, you know, He's and, crazy. and I would just read them shits because they was like books to me, and it was almost like I was getting more perspective on the verses than actually just me hearing it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you one of them type of rappers. A motherfucker got to read your shit, man. We lost Skywalker because I was just about to talk about YBP. But we got Bruiser Wolf in the building. How you doing, Bruiser Wolf? No, no, I'm here. Okay. You, you, <laughs> you were sneaking up. But, so, yeah. Skylar, what you make that beat on? Shit. I, I made that during, like, Atrocity Exhibition. Oh, so that was, that was on the MPC? crazy beats. That was on the NPC? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, and then I, you know what I'm saying was all fucking other people, so I just, I just had that beat. And I, then, yeah. I don't you know why I thought you ones. made that shit on, on that phone app shit y'all motherfuckers be fucking with. Oh, man. no, no, no. That was pre-Koala. <laughs> okay, so shit. Oh, Koala, yeah, that's the name of that shit, man. You be fucking with the Koala, K Kaylin. Yeah. I can't get with the Koala shit, man. All right, we lost Yo, Kaylin. I just got that shit last week. Yeah, you fucking with it? Yeah. I just, because I was like, man, I'm going to be running around. I need something to fuck with. But I ain't really figured out how to make nothing good on it yet. Yeah. I mean, I guess with all these drumless loop beats, you definitely can make that shit on the motherfuckers. But, um, so yeah, man. So you, so you've been had that beat. How come I got, how come I ain't get it so late? You never sent me that beat earlier. Yeah, because, yeah, I thought the beat was sucked. I was embarrassed to play that shit. <laughs> then, I was, then I was like, fuck it, fuck it, I'm sending it. But that beat's so sick. Yeah, he tripping, yeah, man. So I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, man, and then we got Wolf on the joint, man. What's up, Wolf? I see you at Bruiser Studios. Oh man, I'm on the, I'm on the Danny Brown show. What they talk about? You talk about uh, That's right. Oh, we got the boy Quelle popping up, man. Quelle, how you doing, brother? Sorry to cut you off. Quelle, I, told you, I told you he was gonna pop up. Who's who told you? Oh the, yeah, man, this nigga Dark gonna call me text me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, nigga, what? In LA, <laughs> Where you at, Quelle? I'm in LA, man. You working on some shit? 
Rimside, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yep. working on some music. Yeah. I, I, yep. I told you my boy Quelle gonna pop up. Y'all don't know Quelle, man. This is like my brother, man. Every fucking project, <laughs> man, I always want to have him on, man. He's like one of my favorite producers, rappers, man. He made some of my favorite songs, man. Yo ass, man. Yeah, sure. You've been out here killing him, <laughs> man. You've been out here working like a motherfucker, man. How you feeling, man? Shit, I'm feeling I'm tired, dude. Uh, I woke <laughs> Dar I got, woke you up. <laughs> huh? Dar woke yeah, you up. That man text I was like, man, shit, I got shit I gotta do, huh? Because I was about to shit, dude. I got up, I moved this rental car from the parking spot I was in, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I laid my ass right the fuck back there. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Glad to have your ass on, man. Uh, Quelle, man. Yeah, you you, made... I see you uh, You got the Meteor Man shit going, man. Crispy <laughs> 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 Meteor Man, though. You know what I'm saying? That's just cold, man. <laughs> yeah, cool. man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to stay cute for the hoes, man. Well, I ain't got no hoes, man. I don't really say nothing shit like that. But all right. You got me talking stupid. See what happened when you get with your bros, man? So Quelle, I, I met Quelle, man, um, a long time ago, back in Detroit when I was living in my grandma's attic. Quelle pulled up on me, man. I was making beats on the MPC 1000, and I just thought, you know, that's how long I've been making beats. I never rap on my shit. And I was like, yo, I'm getting dope with the beats and shit. I'm, I'm, I'm fire. Quelle played a few joints. I never made beats again since then. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with making beats, man. People watching was the, you know what I mean? Because I, I was, you know, I had the Reservoir Dog shit that I got from your brother. And I had, like, I have whatever the name of one of your early joints was. Um, and, um, but man, and so, you know, like, I was, I, I was hip. I had Chips. I had whatever Chips album was from, like, 2001 or 2002 or something, or whenever that was. Uh, 2003, whenever the fuck that was. Um but uh, it was it was that beat it was that joint you did for Luke that keep him watching. That was the that was your beat is what made me be like I had to, I gotta fuck with these niggas. Man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I've been back. I've been back. I've I've been back in the lab, man. I'm I'm starting back to get you know start back producing yeah. shit. So I you got some hardware, hardware, yeah. and software. I mean, you know, Austin I ain't you know. <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I ain't back at the crib no more, so I don't be having nothing but time on my hands. I ain't smoking and drinking no more. You know what I'm saying? So I've been, I've been back tapping in, man. So oh yeah, before you jumped on, we was talking to Wolf, and um, Wolf was on YBP Scholar Joint, and um, Wolf, I remember um, I asked you to do the song, and you came through and you bust a verse, and I don't know if this is the um, first time somebody ever told you, but I was like, yo, man, you got to do it over, man. You remember? <laughs> that, was, that was definitely the first time, bro. And that was a that was a fucking learning curve. I was so fucking excited, bro. Like to even you like I come in the house. We come in the house every day. We working on dope games, stupid. You like woof. The way Danny think, bro, it's a motherfucker, man. He was like, uh, woof. Come on, let's go upstairs and do a song. I'm like, all right, shit, let's go. So I go up there. He like, yeah, that was some bars, yeah. But I need that shit to be butter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And ever since then, like, cause the way I, the way I write and shit, I, I, I might jot lines down, punch lines all day and shit. So when I put them together, that's what y'all hear. You know what I'm saying? So he like, yeah, them shit's fire, but I need that shit to sound butter. He made me write different that day. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? 
it was a learning curve for me to make my shit butter, even though my shit gonna be unorthodox all the fucking time. But that was a learning curve for me. But that was that was the first time for sure. You got me together. No, it, it really was the verse you had laid first was dope, but I just wanted it to be more on the concept. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and especially, yeah. but but I get it. You know, when you when you when you like you a feature on an album, you know, you want to body that shit. You know, motherfuckers yeah. gonna be hearing that shit. So you want to say some dope shit. So to put you on a kind of a concept song, you know what I'm saying, was kind of counterproductive in some sense. But I knew you would be able to kill that shit. And then you you still had punchline after punchline on that shit. The only thing is it's local, you know? Like like a lot of yeah. your shit is like, if you ain't from Detroit, a motherfucker ain't gonna get it. But that's what I wanted. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For you to be on that ultimate Detroit shit, man. They ain't know who the fuck. They ain't know who the fuck. Butch Jones was. They thought I was talking about. Rich yeah, Jones. I seen that shit. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers retarded. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the dopest line on the album to me is YBI like Bush Jones because you know the kids want to be us when they grown. You know what I'm saying? But Quelle, right. man, you did um ain't my concern and um Dark Sword Angel, which I, yeah, I sure. you, which which me I didn't know when it, when the album came out. Everybody was like, that's a Griselda beat. That's some shit. I was like, yeah, what the I didn't fuck? know either. <laughs> so you, ain't, you they, ain't... they sampled like they they sampled the song. Like that's not even how this shit works. <laughs> yeah, we can just sample a nigga whole rap song. Though. No, yeah, that's why I was like, I ain't even know. I, that, 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 that just let you know how tapped in I am with music, man. I've been listening to nothing but fucking hyper pop and shit like that. So I ain't even been really listening to no right. rap because me, I'm I'm no, not. Uh, what you say? Go ahead. No, because usually, man, if, if if a sample been used before, you know that's like a hip hop rule. You don't touch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that song, um, in particular, because you did Monopoly. So when I got that beat, I wanted to kind of tap back into that Monopoly shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was mm -hmm. like, how the fuck am mm -hmm. I? Which, which you know, sometimes you know you get older and shit. You like, did I lose it? Can I still do it? You know. So it was a lot of self doubt. Right. I still got it. Yeah. Do I still got it? <laughs> So I was just, I, it took me a long time to write that song, actually. It was just coming up, and um, and then one day I was listening to um, Illmatic in the shower, and you, you know, in the, um, in the intro, when that nigga AZ be like, we doing this even without a record deal, son. But he yeah, say that yeah. shit. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's I got the first line from that. I was like, oh shit, I'm about to use that. I'm about to use that as a line. So I started it off like that, and once I started it off, you know, I once the train get to rolling. You can just yeah. keep it going. So I just started writing. Yo, that's some dramatic ass shit to take a shower to, though. <laughs> I, was, I was taking a shower. I was taking a shower at Illmatic because I was living downtown Detroit then. I was staying in the little, you know, the little sky rise joint. So I was able to be, I, I used to take a shower with all my windows open. So I was be able to look at the whole downtown oh, Detroit crazy, with the buildings and shit everywhere. So I was like, let me listen to some Illmatic because I, I, I was dry. <laughs> You know how you be on a drought sometime, man? So you be like, man, let me listen to the shit that I, I, I liked when I was a kid so it can kind of like inspire me to do something, man. Because I couldn't, I ain't coming up with no bars. But Plus, when that, I, shit, that shit was like, uh, we did that like right damn near still at the tip of the pandemic. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So niggas wasn't even, niggas wasn't even really trying to think about, you know, I mean, niggas was thinking about rapping, but niggas was like, you know, it was, it was mad extra shit going on at that time too. So, I mean, not for y'all. 
Because when that shit, when the pandemic hit, y'all was like, yo, come to, come to the Boozer House. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we was I lit. Was like, you, man. Niggas is dying. No, we was lit. We ain't give a fuck about no, no, uh, we was slapping high fives. We ain't, we ain't believing none of that shit. We was, we bitches over. We get drunk. We, we get high every day. The, the, we definitely, I think the, I think that's what made my ass go to rehab. After the fact, I was like, I got to change, man. After that, after those bruising sessions, man, we worked on all those albums, man. We was getting fucked up every day. I would literally get fucked up um, fucking um, Thursday to Sunday. And these niggas wouldn't see me Monday to Wednesday because I'd be hungover the whole time. They ain't even know that. I'd be in the crib just laying on the couch like I'm dying. My stomach, I'm, I'm feeling my organs. It felt like my organs was falling out of my body, but then I turned right back up Thursday with the bottle, getting yeah. back lit. But I was still getting fucked up at the crib by myself, though, because I was like, you know, sometimes you be so drunk and hungover and you're just in pain. You're like, I got to have a drink just to feel a little better. So no, I, was going through, I was going through that cycle, but I couldn't even get off the couch Monday through Wednesday. I would just be it's stuck on a true. couch. Then I thought I was going blind because I was eating so many fucking edibles. And the TV be blurry and shit. I'm like, man, I think I'm losing my vision. It was just all type of shit was going through my head around that time. That's why the album is so fucking um, emotional, man. Because I was like, man, I think I might die soon, man. <laughs> I'm over here killing myself making this fucking album, man. So, And Wolf could attest to that. He was there with us every day. Skyler was there. I was there. I was there. We was I having was a good time, fun. man. We ate good, baby. We ate good. <laughs> I mean, we did what we could do. I mean, that's one thing so, so good about the um, Bruiser House is that the location is in Southwest Detroit, which is very rich with Mexican culture. So it's a lot of great Mexican restaurants around. So we was fucking Taco Tuesday in it on fucking Wednesdays and Thursdays and fucking um, eating that fucking grilled chicken. What's that? What's the grilled chicken spot, Skyler? El Ray. El Ray. The El Ray chicken. (laughs) We tearing that shit down. Skylar love that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was it, it was really great, man. We we definitely had um even though as emotional as the album is, we had a blast the whole time recording it. I would say that. So that was the one thing that was crazy. I, I guess you can kind of kind of feel that because you know when you get drunk sometimes, especially when you was late in my stages of addiction like I was, you don't get it ain't a party no more. You get fucked up because you know you want to have fun and shit, but then you get fucked up, then you start getting sad. You start getting mm-hmm. angry and shit. That's what you need to know. That's that's when you know that that's when it's time, fellas. I'm gonna tell y'all. Once you get high and you're getting drunk and shit, and you and you was in a good mood before you did it, <laughs> it's time for a change in life, right there. Yeah, the once you start and you regret it immediately, you be like, "Damn it, I started again." You, that's when you know. <laughs> because all this shit started out of fun. You know, you drink to have a good time, you smoke to feel better and shit. So once that shit is not making you feel better no more, that's that's when it's time to have a good time. But I was always worried, man. I, I always felt that if I got sober, I wouldn't be able to make music the way I was. So that was the one thing that was always lingering on me. But now, since mm. I've been clean, you know, been good, going on good eight months now. I'm not too overconfident where I feel like, you know, I can beat the case. I actually smoked a cigarette the other day. I, 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 I broke my cigarette streak, but I didn't smoke one after that, man. It was just was me and my girl got the argument. I was like, I need a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those things where I smoked a cigarette and I didn't like it. So I guess that was mm. a good thing, you know. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really like it, man. Oh, them shits, them shits, uh, when you don't smoke a square for a long time, you them shit smell and taste like shit. I'm like, man, I'm a terrible person. Like when I when I drink <laughs> for a while and then someone lights up a cigarette by me, I'd be like, man, I'm a horrible person. But <laughs> that's why you gotta stay in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't quit. 
So, Quella, uh, <laughs> you also worked on Ain't My Concern. Yeah. Which which Casa also did some addiction to. Um, where you go, nigga? <laughs> yeah. So, what was that beat about, man? Mm. That shit was just some. That shit was. Uh, it was. It was. It was just on some like jungle shit. You know what I mean? Like some. You know what I mean? Like Tarzan swinging through the ropes. You know what I mean? Holding like holding, <laughs> holding two people by the legs or something. Like it just it just felt like a battle joint to me. So then when you when you sent what you sent back, I was like I was actually surprised. You know what I mean? Because uh we didn't you know for the people out there listening, we did not do that together. Like I said, I was one of them niggas that was like mad mad shook by the pandemic. I was I didn't leave the house for like you know for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but uh, so when you sent something that um, that uh, uh, I guess like for what it, for what it's worth, felt a little more uh, 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 what 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 is the word I'm looking for? It just felt a little more like you like looking inward because I thought you was gonna send something, you know, slap a bitch, 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 you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And then you sent back like, yo, like, you know, trying to get my life together, man. Get get your shit together and all that shit. And, you know, fuck, you know, it's it's still a little, it's 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 still a it's it's still a fighting jam. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? I got an idea of where you were going with the album because this was still dumb early in yeah. the process. So I hadn't heard I hadn't heard shit yet. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I, I just wanted to make some hard shit. You know, I just be liking to make hard shit. That's all. Man. Which I would say is one of the great things about um, sitting on music in some sense. I, I said this earlier, but, you know, we worked on this for, for years, man. And um, I'm, I'm glad, you know, the way it turned out, you know what I'm saying, with the album coming out mm-hmm. and the reception it's been getting, man. So how how y'all brothers feel about the reception of the album, man? How 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 has things been with y'all, man, since the release of it? Shit, I'm over here at Shoes. He was just singing praises. He don't even know we on Zoom right now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he... We was just, I think that was just yesterday talking about how great of an album it is. So, yeah, man. Every, everything I've heard has been great. You know what I mean? Everything I've heard has been great. That motherfucking, that, uh, that's uh, celibate. Yeah, Jeez. Mike. I, I, I feel like I'm near near one of the legends now. Okay. No <laughs> yeah, you is. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You a young guy That's out here, true. Mike. I I I read I run that damn song up, dog. I feel like um, you remember when Lil Mama hopped up on stage, no cat. I want to y'all like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> no, Mike, you that guy. You actually um produce as well. Uh, um, a lot of shit on the Burn Desire you did, right? Yeah, which is um, amazing, man. Um, I, I I would anybody, man, if you a fan of that real hip hop shit, man. Which I hate to say that real hip hop shit. You make it just sound so old, man, when you say that shit. But Mike, <laughs> nah. you a young god out here, man. Motherfuckers can't fuck with you, man. I would definitely give you all your, all your flowers, man. You out here killing shit, man. So hey, keep it man. going. You working on some new it's shit it's now? It's... Ooh, yeah, always, man. I can't stop. I can't stop. But but I def- definitely just trying to come with ideas and shit, but. Even hey, the, for that shit to come from y'all, man. Thank y'all for real, man. That shit mean the most. No, you killing thank it. Y'all. So what about you, Kaylin? What you got coming up? Man, so I got a. <laughs> I'm supposed to be finalizing this album this month. Uh, I got 
got a couple guys. I know Saba being one, Quap mm. uh, Dad and Buddy, Kenny Basin, those guys. So just trying to finish it up that Yeah, man. Top uh, take in, man. You got to get your boy, man. I'm going to hop on some shit, man. You know, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm, man. I'm down to throw one more in there. I can send you a whole pack. Hell yeah. Let me know, man. I'm ready, bro. Actually, I'm not ready. I, I just I just put my mic in the shop. That motherfucker post. I, I don't know when it's gonna be back, so I ain't even got no fucking mic right now. Man, while I'm talking shit. <laughs> but uh, so Swin, what you got? What you, what you got working on? You got some new shit coming? Yeah, I'm working on two two records of my own at the moment, like a Eastern, uh, like a, a bit of a Turkish uh, psychedelic rock album. Oh shit! And uh, also. Um, like a bit of a recorder, like woodwind uh, albums. I'm working on two two separate albums at the moment. Then also, I, I at my like day to day, I I do music for for movies and TV here oh, in Sweden as well. Oh shit! So and that, actually, though, that kind of translated nice. into that beat. Like Hanami definitely sounds like something that would have been in like a movie score or something. If it would have been, it, it would have been the last scene where the nigga was dying or something though. But it definitely sounds like it would have been something in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm dying every day. Oh shit, me and you both. Bit. All right, man. So, um, Paul, you got some new shit coming? Yeah, man, I got a solo new solo record coming next year. Working on a bunch of new beats, a bunch of collaborations. Yeah, a bunch of stuff, man. Yeah, you know you're. You always know I you got to get some more film and TV stuff, man, as well. Like this new solo record is very just like <clears throat> Blade Runnery, ambient, like synth, like atmosphere, like soundtrack stuff. So that's that's really what I want to get into one day as well. That's what I've been noticing with with the last beats. You've been kind of stepping away from the samples. Is that is that a thing now? You just want to work more with live instrumentation stuff. Yeah, I haven't sampled in ages. I know I that's what I'm in saying. A long time in a long time. Um, it's kind of just making my own, just playing around, just experiment with everything really i feel like that's the last stage of a producer you get tired of them fucking clearances like these motherfuckers taking my money fuck this shit <laughs> fuck this shit i gotta do this shit on my own so casa to play instruments yeah 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 you got to man so casa man what you got going man i'm i'm trying to finish another project um I've been on the road for like the past six months. Yeah, and, no, uh, man, you've been out here trapping. I've been seeing you. Yeah, started running up while I can, you know, and uh, mid-January is about to pick back up. So I'm really just, I'm scrambling. I'm trying to like have a vacation and also finish some shit real quick. So, you know, just trying to find it. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely need some, definitely need some of them pens, some of them legends. Hell yeah, so, man. You know, Whenever, bro, I'm know. here. You my brother, man. Whenever you need me, brother, just pick up the bat phone. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Mario C, man, you work, what you working on right now? Uh, got a, a few things in the can, just waiting to come out. Mixing hiatus, Coyote, new record. Oh, shit. Ooh, nice. That's coming out. That's, that's, that's solid, beautiful. They all produce themselves. I just helped mix. Mm-hmm. They, they wanted some outside opinions and help. Um, but it's dope. Um, Cel George, a Brazilian artist I, I work with. I work with a lot of Brazilian wow. in Brazil. Got a new record that's uh, completely orchestrated by Miguel Atwood Ferguson. Like beautiful arrangement, strings, horns, and like that's like a mix of covers of some Brazilian classics, um, some international stuff, some some uh, English. 
American music covers, you know, but like with a complete different arrangement. It's it's very soundtracky. There's there's like some James Bond type shit on there. So it's very, you know, uh John Barry-ish, you know, big, big production. And it's a really a special record. We're waiting to get out next year. Oh shit. Um, Mario C. Always got always got a bunch of stuff going here. And, you know. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have some bunch of stuff with me in a minute too, man. I'm pulling up on you, man. You already know, man. <laughs> That's it, man. I'm trying to tap in. <laughs> yeah. And if y'all don't know, um let's, let's do it. Yeah, and then last but not least, man, you know, Skylar, he always with me. So this motherfucker's always working, man. He's 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 my if y'all don't know, Skylar's been with me this entire journey of my career. He's my DJ, producer. So this motherfucker's always working on shit with me, man. So you how how was the um the KO two man? You, I I seen you posted it, man. You've been you figured it out, man. I ain't gonna lie, my shit. The screen fucks up, so I got. I'm gonna have to like get a refund, but I can like get it to work. I love that shit. I'm sick that I gotta like. I'm gonna have to send it back. You like it better than MK two? You said you you said, it with the four hundred four. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it better than the four hundred four? Oh, I mean, yeah, because it got a speaker. I I love having a little speaker on that bitch. It's sweet. Oh, That's shit. all you need. I mean, but I've seen a lot of people say they have got a defective product, so. No, I know. It's insane. It's insane. Like, it's it's fucked up. I mean, you should have knew at that price point, you know, teenage engineering was, 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 they don't sell shit. shit They don't sell beat machines for $300. You know, you should have knew something was going to be fucked up with that shit, man. So I I ain't fucking with it. I'm going to let you go ahead and and deal with that. And last but not least, we got the boy Bruiser Wolf, man. We've been working on his follow-up album, um. Dope game, stupid man. You want to tell them uh, the title? Yeah, we gonna go and tell them shit. We dropping at the top of January. Uh, my stories got stories. Uh, <laughs> shit, man. I I ain't get to uh, chime in, but what your record did for me, that young black and poor man, that shit got me up, turned up. So you know, uh, I'm getting booked more. Shit, I'm working on some right now with Harry Fraud. You know, uh, shit. Uh, just man, it should bless right now, and make sure y'all get that. My stories got stories. Top of January for sure. I told you that though, didn't I? Didn't I? Your boy always got a plan, man. I told you, like man, you might want to just wait, let, let let this verse drop. Niggas is gonna see what's up, man, and it's gonna be lit, man. You know, because yeah, we've been so, you... man. Since, since not to cut you off, since that record dropped, man, it's so easy to get across what I'm trying to get across. People coming to listen to me just for bars, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just laid out the blueprint, and man. Anybody listening, man, be fucking patient, man. That that's a virtue for real, man. Yeah. That's one thing I learned too, man. Being patient is everything. Yeah, because you've been wanting to put the album out, and I was like, hold up, man, we, I came to Texas two years ago. Shit, yeah, yeah. like man, I'm trying to put this shit out. I was like, man, you might just want to wait. You might just want to wait. I'm telling you. And now you got all the, everybody's fucking anticipating the album. Motherfuckers is tapping in. We want to hear that wolf shit. All right, man. I just want to tell all you guys, man, thank you so fucking much, man, for working on this album with me, man. It's been fucking honor. I want to continue to work with you guys in the future, man. So, you know, y'all like yeah, my brothers, likewise, man. man. Thank you. Y'all like uh, my thank family, you, man. So, yeah. I'm so happy for y'all much to um, be able to join me on this. So, because this, this do mean a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm, I'm really, you know, proud of this record, man. And just to have all y'all involved with it, man, was really great, man. So, yeah, we about to get up out of here, man. Um, love y'all motherfuckers, man. Y'all be safe out there, man. You know? 
Yeah, you too, bro. You too. Yeah, no, you too. Good to see y'all. Good to see everybody. Yeah, man. Y'all all got me. Whenever whenever y'all need me, hit your boy up. I hit y'all up and I need y'all. So, holla. All right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Keep rocking it. Thank you, brother. Much love. All right, man. We about this motherfucker, man. Love y'all motherfuckers, man. Tune in. Same time, same channel. Y'all already know what it is. Peace.